Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. Napa know-how. This month, Napa's got all kinds of motor oil deals that can save you some serious cash. Like a five-quart jug of Napa Full Synthetic Motor Oil for just $16.49. With savings like that, you may start feeling like a VIP. But don't let it go to your head. These oil deals are for everyone. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. General States pricing. Sales prices not include applicable state local taxes or recycling fees. Offer ends 831.20. When was the last time you thought about your batteries? I mean, that's what they do, right? Stay unnoticed, unseen, shoved in a battery compartment, and click, your stuff works. But you're going to be thinking about this one. Duracell Optimum, the battery that can make your devices work even better than Copper Top. Toothbrushes, faster. Screwdrivers, faster. RC cars, yeah, an upgrade without upgrading. So just this one time, do you and your devices a favor and upgrade to the power of Duracell Optimum. ProWrestlingSheet.com Hello, everybody, and welcome to a special edition of Wrestling Sheet Radio. I'm your host, ProWrestlingSheet.com, Editor-in-Chief Ryan Satin, here with my guest, Rocky Romero. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me, Ryan. It, it feels good. I mean, we're just talking off-camera how professional this establishment is and how beautiful it is. So, you know, thanks for having me come down. Yeah, they actually just read. They like just redesigned this room. This is the mm-hmm. first time I have done something in the new redesigned room. I don't just for like, me. I don't you... want to pull the curtains back, but this oh, time, I'm literally pulling the curtains pull back. the curtain back. But, <laughs> but they, like, had a whole different design here before, and this morning, X-Pac was here, and I he, I was bringing him a coffee. Like, I was like, oh, here you go. And I, I hadn't been in this room yet, and I was like, whoa, this is way better. I yeah, love this. this. Is awesome. <laughs> yeah. Very cool. Yeah, it's legit here. I, uh, I was, like I was telling you before we started, I sold the site about a year ago now, and uh, it's nice having actual legit studios to yeah. record interviews I'm about and stuff to start in. a podcast, I feel like, and just do it here. Again? <laughs> yeah. You can do another one? Yeah. Rocky Romero <laughs> podcast, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I, well... There's a lot of competition out there. Do you think Talking Shop would come back if they weren't in WWE? Yes. Yeah? Yes. 
That's, I mean, yes. that alone makes me want to see them leave <laughs> WWE because I feel like there's been a couple of tweets that have kind of already said that you know if they if they obviously leave, but um, but yeah, I think it definitely would. I think the the people want it too. I miss talking shop. Yeah, I loved it. I it loved did it so such much. Great on the on the Jericho podcast you know so i love those like, too but it's yeah. not the same not it's, the same it's not quite the same but it definitely gave him the like a bump to people who didn't know they had a podcast so then they had to like go back and probably search out you know those old episodes and they're like what is this and they're like who is drugs delaney <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> what a nightmare that podcast was <laughs> no it was like great chaos i oh yeah. man i loved all the stuff you guys would do with that um well let's talk about uh one of the things that you have coming up here let's talk about the training seminar that you got at the new japan la dojo on July 9th, you know, just before we started recording here, I was, we were talking about X-Pac, mm-hmm. and you were saying how some of the things that he taught you ha- have been so key in, in your career and stuff. Um, are these kind of some of the things that you would like to instill on the guys coming up now? Yeah, I mean, definitely. Uh, you know, I got to work with Sean uh, back in Mexico when we were part of D-Generation Mex, which always pops me that name. <laughs> <laughs> but all Sean's idea. But uh, so it was all, it was, we had the blessing. And then, uh, you know, so, but like just working with him and like, Certain things like elements of like, uh, you know, being a, a really good baby face and the comeback and how important the music is and just all the things that make him special and, and make him such a great wrestler, uh, you know, were things like, you know, he would say like, come on, you got to do this better. You got to do this better. And, you know, like try it like this. And then I would do it and I'd be like, oh, my gosh, who is this man? <laughs> of course, he's Xbox. He's been doing this forever. He's really good at it. So like, you know, he was a he was a big influence on me and stuff that's you know, I use in my matches now that are so super important. So yeah, those are the kind of things that I'd be definitely be going over at the uh, the seminar on July 9th. And, and you know, any um, you know, it's mostly for like beginners and intermediates. But you know, I did get uh, a, a couple of requests of some veterans that want to come through. So you know, the more the merrier. Uh, you know, I just want to have like this an awesome three hour session where you know we kind of go through it all. You know, and I hope that I can do this. Uh, a bit more often so like maybe once every quarter and do it you know do like session one session two session three session four you know so eventually we'll get there but right now it's just kind of the introductory one how long have you done any other ones of the new japan la dojo yet nothing this is the first one that you've done like this that's cool yeah so it's it's really cool and it's going to be a little bit different than like uh you know obviously the camps that we've had there because those are like run by shibata so like we'll have a, a you know the influence of new japan you know, always kind of in the background, but this is more of like coming from me. This is not like a special like Shibata only, where like you know he's gonna like whoop you into shape. And he's doing the full <laughs> New Japan yeah, experience. Yeah, New Japan experience. You know, this is we'll have a little bit of it because I mean, obviously that's uh, you know where my career has been for so many years, and I have that instilled with me. But this is my own personal way of spin on it you know i should say yeah that makes sense i you know it's it's really cool to see the success of the, the la dojo you know i mean that's because that's where you initially trained was the old la dojo right yeah, the original la dojo you know from 2002 to like 2006 i was there so uh you know the first class you know, with daniel bryan and samoa joe and tj perkins and ricky reyes you know so um you know pretty talented list there so it's pretty crazy <laughs> it's crazy when you see the pictures from the those old sessions like mark has will post some or just yeah in general you'll see random ones and i'm always like man the talent that was there is insane and it was such a weird place because like you go in on tuesday not expecting anything just like the regular like okay we're gonna like do jujitsu and get our ass kicked by you know antonio noki today or somebody okay <laughs> cool and then all of a sudden like ddp would show up and he'd be like 
te- like talking wrestling to us for two hours and we're just like, whoa, this is insane. And then like you go home, you're like refreshed and the next day like Boss Rutten show up and they'd be like, no, you got to hit people in the liver and just like punch us in the <laughs> liver. Like it was cr- – like that was like the days. It was just like – it was just wild. I wish there should have been like a reality show that was following it because it was it was wild. It was just, it was such a cool like unique place. Yeah, I I would love to watch a documentary on that one day. They need to somebody needs to make it. Maybe. Someone definitely needs yeah. to make that because when like you said, I mean the, the the talent that went through there, the guys who were coming in to do training sessions and stuff, and just talk to wrestling with you guys. It's it's. It's crazy. I mean, it's so crazy. It's almost comparable to like the stuff you see at the performance center now, where it's like right. they have so many different coaches coming in, and and it's right. it's a like a contained experience. Mm-hmm. No, definitely, 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 probably is is very similar to that at this point. Um, I don't know. It's just so cool. It, it, some of my fondest memories, some of my worst nightmares, you know, because <laughs> we had some crazy sessions where like we're dying. What was the worst in the one? Middle of summer. Oh, man. It's we, hot here now. Yeah, too. we had like Kendo Kashin, who was our trainer for a bit, and dude, he had us like running on the sand on like a hundred and like five degrees ugh. Like, ugh. <laughs> in Santa Monica. I mean, like you're like great Santa Monica, but trust me, it's not beautiful when you're no. going up and down sta- like a hundred flights of stairs or up and down. Like he had crazy stuff. It was terrible. But anyway, <laughs> made me a stronger person, though. I, I realize, you know, and, but it, but you know, it, it was awesome. It, it, it was a great experience. That stuff does build character. You know, right now I'm <laughs> built something. That's yeah. <laughs> character, <laughs> hatred. I, I, uh, I've been trying to get in shape finally for the first time in my entire life, and I'm running an air conditioned apartment, so I, <laughs> it's not the same at all. And not at all. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't imagine that, that, that at all. Wonderful. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's not bad. It's not. It's not bad. I have to step it up one day. <laughs> you know, it's crazy too because you know you have been, you know, you're a young dude. Yeah. But you've been wrestling in so long. Thank you for saying that, by the way. Well, you are. I mean, I you're around the same age as me, right. so it's not like I don't think I'm old. So right. so that's good. So you're just you're saying it to put yourself up. No, I'm saying <laughs> no, I'm we're kidding. both young dudes, no, you know. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> and, uh, you know, but you have, man, you've been wrestling for so long. Like, it's it's crazy because, you know, <laughs> you're we're around the same age, and my fandom goes back to around the same time when you were already wrestling. And that's, you have, like... A wealth of knowledge. I mean, it's, it, it doesn't surprise me that you're kind of like working behind the scenes and stuff too, because you I mean you're you have so much experience for someone your age. Thank you. I no, I mean it, it, it's been a crazy journey. It really has. Um, I wouldn't trade it for anything because the experiences that I've had are really unique. I think even nowadays, where like wrestling is kind of open, right? Like you can, there, you know, AAA is hiring all the time. You know, uh, you know, you can go easily to to go work in japan now you know it wasn't back in the day when i first started it was like harder i feel to do those kind of things oh yeah so um even though you can do them now but like just everybody was in such a different place you know but like now i i started at that time where it was a bit harder to to move up into the wrestling world but now it, it seems like it's a bit easier so like i kind of have like I've seen all these waves, you know of totally. how to do it you know so i like that's part of the reason i want to do the seminar because i want to give younger uh talent you know uh just like okay i'm a success story you know I-, I was just like you especially i came from southern california i started ewf very small company even smaller than it is now and uh you know look look at all the things that i've done and now you guys have a, like a little bit easier because just the world is smaller the internet. through the internet you know so it's like yeah you could have one match 
And then all of a sudden, you know, it's popping and everybody's like, oh, I got to book that guy or that gal or whatever. You totally. Know? That so happens all the time now. It's crazy. It happens all the time. Yeah. So at that time, you know, before I was sending like video VHS tapes or DVDs and having my mom send them because like, she worked <laughs> for like uh, like some pharmaceutical company. But she, she would get like discount rates. So she would like <laughs> – so I don't know how many tapes I sent to like New Japan, All Japan, no reply, nobody <laughs> cared. But you know, now now it's a lot easier, you know, you know, you can talk to, you know, somebody who works for New Japan and just like you never know, cold calling and just being like, "Hey, would you mind checking out my stuff?" you know. Totally. You know, if the stats match up and it's something that that they're looking for, you may get it, you may get an opportunity. It's just it's just that easy, you know. Yeah, I mean, the fact that everything's just available at everyone's fingertips now on their exactly. phone that you have just on your phone access to everyone, you know, exactly. I mean, that stuff is it's a game changer and you, you know, I, one of the things that impresses me a lot about you is the fact that you are from Southern California and Southern California has never really been besides PWG, but it's still not like the like the hotbed of indie wrestling, you nope. know, it's the East Coast right. for indie kind of stuff. And Midwest, so, right? yeah. yeah, so to see someone like you who is, um, you know, maintained as long as you have in the industry and being from SoCal, like that impresses the hell out of me because there's not a lot of guys out here from SoCal that are doing that kind of I stuff mean, that yeah, did that. Yeah, it's a very short list, but it, it, I feel like it's all like kind of around my generation of guys, Absolutely. you know, like uh, Chris Daniels is a little bit older than I am, but, you know, like he, he was around there when I first stepped into my first training session. He was like, there, yep. you know. So uh, Frankie Kazarian's another one. Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe. T.J. Perkins, another one. You know. So like but those. Honestly, the, that list right there is the, short, the list. Yeah, pretty that's much. the list. Pretty yeah. much. That's that. That's true. That is the list. Pretty much. But it, yeah, it, it blows my mind too. So that that's what I always. Whenever I do like like a, a session or something, or I do any kind of training with with folks from Southern California, I'm like, I know it feels like an island out here, but trust me, it, like. You can do it, you know. So I, I, I kind of want to be that voice to just kind of help, like, the the younger generation be like, no, you go for it. Don't stop. You know, like, look at Scorpio Sky. He's a great example of somebody yep. who didn't stop. Yep, totally. You know, it took him so long, so many years to just get an opportunity. When he finally got the opportunity and somebody uh, took the chance on him, look at him now. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so totally. You, you, you sometimes, you know, not everybody's road is going to be easy. You know, but if you stick with it and you have some kind of talent and you and your the ter- determination is there, it's gonna happen. Yep. You know, it eventually is gonna happen. Somebody's gonna take notice. Somebody's gonna be like, you need to just take a look at this guy, you know, this gal or whatever. You know, I think that kind of happened for Jungle Boy. He's one of the more yeah. recent ones. That him, him and Brody King are two examples of guys who kind of like, you know, pushed, kept kept pushing. I mean, because Jungle Boy, he's wrestling since he was like a little kid. I mean, he right. is still a little kid, but uh, you know. But, but pushed and pushed and pushed and, and really were able to uh, blossom. Brody King, too, you know, someone yeah. who was I, – I sat next to him at PWG shows all the time. Like, he was a straight-up fan out here. And to see that he, you know, hustled the way he did and was able to get a job with Ring of Honor because of it, it's awesome. I love that kind of stuff. Yeah, no, I, he's, a, he's a guy who came and trained with me uh, back when I was training with Marquez's school. And I would whenever I was off, I was doing, like, training sessions. And he was a guy who, you know – this is the crazy thing too. It's like how much you want do you want to put into it is how much you're going to get back too. You know, so it's like I, I, I did have this opportunity to to meet you know new talent and stuff. They should you know hey they were always spreading the word like you should come train with Rocky. You should come like a very short list of people came to that and it's like you should take that opportunity right. But Brody was one of the people who did you know. So like I got to connect with Brody on a personal level. I got to train with him a lot. I could see where his talent was and where it could be, you know. And, uh, you know, he's a person that I could say since day one, like, oh, I would take a chance on him. Mm-hmm. So so when if people ask me, like, oh, what do you think about this Brody King? I'll be like, you should take a chance on him. 
just as easy as that, you know. So, did you push for that at all behind the scenes at uh, with I, New Japan to kind uh, of bring well, Brody over? Well, you know, we saw Brody in a couple years ago at the uh, what was it? The um, sorry, Walter Pyramid. No, show. Uh, they have a training camp every. Uh, what's his name? He's a legend. I can't remember. Uh-oh. In the St. Louis area. Uh, Harley Race. Okay. Oh, oh God. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Come on. Sorry. That was a, that was a brain fart. So, uh, yeah, Harley, at Harley Race's camp. So Brody wasn't ready then. You know what I'm saying? But but you could all you could tell where Brody's potential was going to be in a year or two, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, ROH saw him. The Delirious saw him there. I saw him there. Uh, New Japan officials saw him there. And uh, and we was like, oh, Okay. This guy's good. He's just not ready yet. But but this, this is the kind of person you just keep an eye on. Mm-hmm. Let them develop a little bit on their own. Mm-hmm. Whether they're going to do it or not, this will be the make and break point. You know. So then he did. You know, he got his way into ROH. You know, and then uh, and then yeah. I mean, if he comes to New Japan and somebody says, "Hey, what do you think about that Brody King character?" I'm going to say, "Yeah, <laughs> for sure." You know, yeah, that's a complete go. Please do it. I know? actually get amazed. I remember when I feel like when you were doing those seminars, is around the time I was working over at Championship Wrestling from Hollywood, and I would always be surprised when there wasn't a lot of people taking advantage of that. And it, yeah. it, 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 uh, it, when I, I listened to an interview that Drew McIntyre did this week uh, talking about WWE, and he was saying the same thing, that like there are people who complain about not getting the opportunities that, they're, they should, that they feel like they should have coming to them, but they're also not always putting in the work to, right. to make that happen. And that really is important, I think. Right, because everybody's trajectory is different, you know? Like some people are going to be handed stuff. And that's fine. That's just the way that their their story is going to go. Some people you have to work really hard and it's going to take forever. Some people are somewhere in the middle of that, you know. So it's like you just got to go with the flow and be cool with whatever it is. Don't be envious, you know. Don't, you know, like just use it as positive fuel to always try to, to push yourself forward, you know. That's the important thing. It's like you can't be too worried about everybody else, you know. That's one thing I've, I've, I've tried to like not have that uh, – that mindset of like, oh, I'm worried about what this person or this person is doing. It's like, no, just, you know, grab the ball, put your head down, go forward no matter what. And and, and you're going to have that continued success, I think. You know, it's just momentum, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Someone someone asked me the other day, they said, like, what's the one thing you've learned the most in starting your site? And that was what I said of just not focusing on your competition and, and that, that it detracts you from, like, what your end right, game is. And right. Yeah, that the, the – Focusing on your competition will just ruin you, and it, and it gets like uh, then becomes it can get petty for you, you Absolutely. know. And then you're like you're, you're worried, and you're like, well, this person's doing this, and that. And it's like, well, who cares? It doesn't matter. Just do your thing. If you do your thing and you're doing it right, then people will be attracted to you. It's kind of how I feel about social media lately in general, where I I, I see people like they're like, oh, well, you can't complain about this because you said this once or whatever, and then it's like mm-hmm. everyone's saying like, well, you can't say that you've said this, and it's this this giant it's like trap, it's dude. this weird trap of like yeah. everyone saying you can't say anything, and yeah. it's like what like who who you're not even mad about the thing that you're pointing at, you're just trying to prove a point. <laughs> right. You're just like, well, look what they did one Everybody's time. Everybody's always down. Everybody wants to point the finger whenever they can, you know. So I I try to just stay away from social media stuff. You know, I, I just try to like post about what's important and kind of I, get the. I, was <laughs> I try before. to get away from. I have no opinions on there. If you know me personally, we can talk. You know, but other than that, I, I don't like. It's just such a like. It's such a trap, and 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 it's there until you delete it, or it's there forever. You know, so it's just like that's and that's not what my mo. That like that's not what social media is about for me. It's not about. It's not a personal thing. It's a. It's truly a business tool. So yeah, it's funny when and to connect with 
people who care about what I'm doing. Yeah, you know? to- totally, <laughs> absolutely, and, I, and it has kind of kind of gotten away from that in, right. in more recent years. Yeah. Um, but I did notice that about your your Twitter page. <laughs> I went on before we were doing this to kind of like just, see if there's anything he was like talking about the extra I throw in my notes just in case, yeah. and I was like. No, it's a lot of promotional tweets. <laughs> it's all promotional tweets. <laughs> um, you know, My wife gets so angry. She's like, why don't you post pictures of me and do this and that? It's like, I don't do anything personal on there. <laughs> I was like, I don't want anybody like to – to to know anything about like like unless I want to say it in like an interview and, and because then it's like I feel like it's special you know if I'm like I like to connect with people and like talk to people one on one totally doing it on social media doesn't feel like it's like connecting with anybody you know it, absolutely you know like it doesn't really feel like that to me it it, it feels kind of like. Like there's a wall there, you know. So totally. this kind of intimate setting is perfect. I love it. Know? Yeah. No, me too. And I'm I'm trying to do more stuff like this and 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 pull back on social media a little bit because I think and there's a lot of people I think in uh, you know that that grew up not grew up that that use Twitter since it started mm-hmm. till now that are kind of realizing that I don't know it's kind of all fake on it's, it's like this giant fake fest on yeah. there that there's nothing right. real on, on there right. at all and so it's not genuine no. no it's not genuine at all even you know the compliments the insults like mm-hmm. they're, they're just they're just not genuine you know right. it's just people trying to waste time and, and like you know, it's funny because and it's all about people's moods too because like you know if you want to go on there and you want to hate you can totally go on there oh yeah hate. if you want to go on there and you're like happy mood you're like I'm gonna like this but per- I wouldn't I don't even like this person but I'm gonna like their stuff you know like <laughs> totally. it's so random you know it's like ugh. it's hard to pull back though you know i've also been the same way it's so addictive my girlfriend (laughs) you know it's like well why don't you retweet this thing of mine or whatever and i'm like i'm trying not to like talk about my personal life on there anymore and it's hard because i you know when i started the site it was like i started tweeting all the time Mm -hmm. because i thought if people don't know if people don't know that if you don't notice the difference between what's a, a news story that I'm tweeting and just like my tweets, it won't look like I'm only using Twitter to promote stuff and right. it'll feel more genuine. Right. But then I put too much out there and now yeah. I'm like, it's like this, like, yeah, you can't pullback. take it back. No, right? yeah, once it's out there, you can't take it back. Oh, trust me, I know. Uh, well, speaking of once you put it out there and you can't take it back, I, <laughs> and I know that we were gonna move, we're gonna, we're gonna move on from the Twitter stuff. Sorry, guys. But, but I did find <laughs> it interesting, you know, on Twitter today, I saw Seth Rollins, he was like waving the WWE flag mm-hmm. today, talking about uh, how WWE. WWE has the best pro wrestling on the planet. And of course, as Twitter does, as we were talking about, they were all freaking out about it. Oh, what about New Japan? What about this? What about that? Mm-hmm. Uh, what did you think about Seth Rollins kind of putting that out there today? Did you see that tweet? I did see that tweet. Uh, yeah. Good for him. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think good for him because, you know, he he's uh, maybe he's like, you know, he he's one of their their main stars, right? And he's kind of a flag bearer for them, you know, and it's important to, I think, especially and kind of what's going on with all these new companies popping up and you just like you for wrestlers there's so many options and for fans there's so many options so like i think now we're in the time of like people trying to have pride in what they're doing you know and and obviously i feel i didn't see the show yet but from what i've heard is like they they really tried to make a statement this last uh, Definitely. event right so uh, to be like, hey, you know, we are trying to give fans what they want to, you know, it, it's not just this one way or whatever, you know. Absolutely. So, I think it's good. I think that that's good, a healthy way for competition and business, you know. So it, it's it's good for the professional wrestling business, good for the fans, good for the wrestlers. It's like, w- what's wrong with a little healthy competition when you saying like, you know, we, you know, we are still the best, or we are this, or we are that? I mean, hey, I do it for New Japan all the time because I, 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 this is where I eat. You know, I mean, they feed me. I, you know, I eat the food. I, you know, I take that. I'm able to have a house in, you know, in Los Angeles. I'm able to, you know, uh, you know, I support the product because I believe in the product. I 
full with all my heart believe in New Japan as a product and I've been there for a long time and that's one of the reasons I, I haven't left is because I truly believe in the product and what we're doing is, is, is great so um, kudos to him I think it's cool that's exactly how I felt about it I was like of course he would do that He like, like you just said you put in all your time with mm-hmm. New Japan so you obviously feel that way about them that's right. why you do that of course you feel the same way right. uh, I would honestly think it's it would be fucking ridiculous if you didn't feel that way. Yeah. <laughs> no, and, and that's the thing. If you don't feel that way, then you should probably get out of there. You know what I'm saying? Like, totally. Or, wherever you're Like at. a John Moxley. Exactly. And and, well, and that's a perfect segue because John Moxley is part of the G1 Climax. Uh, he's not going to be at the Dallas event, uh, but he is going to be part of the, the tournament itself. And, man, this tournament, it's shaping up, man. It's sick. <laughs> it is looking intense. Like, it's I was like, sick. Man, like the matches that are going to be happening, um, just just in general, I was like, man, this is a good bracket. You know what What makes it very unique, I feel like, is this year all the people who are in it, but then all the people who are, who are not in it, you know? Mm-hmm. So like see what Suzuki's been doing and how he's how angry he is about not being in it, you know? And that's the, I mean that's a, some very deep-rooted feelings that go along with that, you know? Uh, and especially somebody who, at his age, I feel like, th- th- you know, is the company saying like, no, hey, you know, it's it, your time has passed before you, his time has kind of passed. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like who's like what's really going on there and the, the underlying factor. So like it's it's pretty interesting uh, story that's developing. And then like obviously Maccabi's not in it, and some of the other Kojima, you know, some of the stars that we have been in for so many years and all of a sudden they're not in it. They didn't even say like a farewell or anything or will they be back next year? I mean there's so many like questions that are out there. And then all of a sudden you have, you know, John Moxley who's in it, which is crazy. Totally. Shingo Takagi who should be in it no matter what. He's you killing know? it these days. He's amazing. Oh, he's so he's good. amazing. And, uh, and, I, and I also like that, you know, the other storylines like Will Ospreay being is like you don't have – maybe you don't have to necessarily be a full-on – heavyweight you know all throughout the year maybe you can kind of play in between which is kind of cool because i mean you see that in boxing and in mma where like you can go up and down in weight classes depending on what the schedule is or or where the fight is or where the money is i mean that's how it should be too i mean there should be some players that go back and forth totally like you know so i think it's kind of cool and uh it's just loaded it's loaded dallas is going to be insane first time ever tanahashi versus okada in the main event in the u.s on u.s soil (laughs) Honestly, I'm so how bummed I'm not people, seeing that. How are people like not going nuts? Like, no, I, feel I, like, I know, was like, when I, I feel I, like everybody's like very underwhelmed about that. You know? I'm not a huge Texas guy, so I was like, I don't want to go to Texas. Right. Like, I, it's kind of close. It's like close enough, but I was, like, I don't know. And then I saw that, and I was like, well, I fucked up. I should have gone to that. <laughs> that would have been awesome, you know? Right. right. Uh, but and then Kent has got a big statement, obviously, to make against Ibushi. You know, his first match outside of. Uh, you know, WWE. That's against Kota Ibushi, of all exactly. people. That's going to be, oh, I can't wait for that. You know, so it's like, you know, like, where where does where does Kenta lie right now? You know, like, coming off of WWE, we didn't really see the person that we thought as Kenta, right? Totally. Hideo Tommy was a completely different wrestler than Kenta was. So let's see what he does, you know, and it's like, Kota Ibushi, like, maybe a godlike wrestler at this moment who's just, like, the perfect wrestler, you know? He's the perfect person to put against for, yeah. for his first post-WWE match like Absolutely. that. I, I can't wait. And, you know, I listened to uh, the interview that Chris uh, did with uh, Kenta mm-hmm. a few weeks ago. I think it was, like, last week, maybe the week before. And I, I really do... I, I'm very interested to see 
Kenta where he's allowed to do all the stuff that made yeah. it that got him over. You right. know, he really right. wasn't allowed to do a lot of the things that got him over. And at this point, it's like, well, let's see what you really were able to do and where you weren't, and let's see what like what the truth really is too, because nobody really knows, right? Nobody was in those meetings besides Kenta and you know whoever his boss totally. was. You know, so. Um, I think that's kind of interesting because we're kind of like that's like a, a storyline that's going around right now in in Twitter is like uh, you know Drew said like you know like oh no we're allowed to have this many, yeah. you know like a lot of people are saying different things but obviously everybody's situation is different yeah you know? so like uh, I'm curious to see like how that plays out too you know? me too because I think that you know I was I remember I was there at the the house show that NXT did WrestleMania weekend a few years back that w- wasn't like a takeover or anything like that and it was the first time that. Uh, Hideo Tommy was allowed to do the go to sleep in mm-hmm. WWE or NXT. Right, right. And I'll never forget that pop. It was one of the biggest pops I ever witnessed live. That. That, it yeah. was the coolest thing. And so um, I, I just have faith that, like, because it seemed like a lot of the. Because so many of his like signature things were taken by people in WWE, it just never yeah. felt it never felt uh, right. genuine to him there because that audience was like, "Well, it's CM Punk's move," or "Oh, that's, that's Daniel Bryan's move." That's true. And I, yeah. and, I and I have a feeling like uh, you know uh, when he's when he's allowed to be himself again, it's mm-hmm. it's going to feel different. It's going to feel better. And I think especially in the New Japan environment where it's like you know like I I feel like fans too like especially uh, U.S. fans, which is, is so cool, is like they they. Like the new the fans that come to our shows, like the New Japan shows, are like super respectful. Like they feel like they, they I don't know. I feel like they're like they're trying to be on their best behavior, or unless just what they are, they're just the best no, pure that fans seems, of that all seems time. Right? You know what I'm saying? Like they they they're even more appreciative than I feel like than they would be at like a WWE show or whatever, which is so cool. And like, please don't ever change. <laughs> we love you. Um, and and I don't know. It just seems cool. Like uh like like I think flip. Gordon might have said that one time. He's like, "Oh man, like, you know." I think he actually said it was a pretty funny quote. He's like, "He's like, oh, these Japanese fans are great," and we're like, "But we're in the U.S." <laughs> he's like, "But that's what he was trying to say is like they, they're like they, the Japanese they like fans. the Japanese fans, you know, like very respectful, like as opposed to like you know sometimes when you go to uh, an indie show or whatever WWE or whatever that it's you know like." They can be a little harsh on on wrestlers sometimes. Ugh, you know? So I bring my girlfriend, and like she's not like she likes wrestling because of me, but she's not like lifelong diehard fan, and she'll right. hear them like yelling mean things like a Nia Jax, and <laughs> right. she's like, "Why are they saying yeah. that? That's so mean to yeah. say to someone." Yeah. And I'm like, "Oh, it's just like kind of what happens here, yeah. but it's yeah. not really okay." But like, I don't really know how to like. <laughs> we just explain like it. tolerate it. <laughs> we just tolerate it. It's like kind of a part of the show, but it's not. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I saw someone. I saw someone. At the WWE show here last week, that was just like screaming the meanest things of Bailey, <laughs> oh, and I was like, "Oh man!" And then I looked, and they were in a wheelchair too, and I was like, "Well, they have full say. To, they, they they can do whatever they want." Like, <laughs> Go for it. Go he for was it. like cussing and saying all these mean things. Yeah. You haven't said the word. I was like, "All right, I but guess that, like Bailey." That is. That's like such an example, though, of what pro wrestling is, too, is because like you go to get all that frustration out of your life and what's going on and everything. You're going to take it out on these characters, right? Mm-hmm. Because they're kind of set up that way to, to kind of take it out on these characters that you, you just you couldn't normally do at the grocery store. With totally. Them, you know, you don't want you shouldn't. Do, no, you know shouldn't. What I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. But like. It's kind of OK in this thing to like, yeah, get it out. You know, like my, my grandma used to throw. Flipping chomp chunklas at the TV sh- or at the TV while you were watching yeah, it. Yeah, that's and that's pretty much why I think I became a wrestler is because she had so much like uh, energy and like like she loved it so much. Like yeah, we would be watching TV and she'd be like 
five feet away and she'd be throwing her shoes at them. Like, <laughs> was the there anyone guys. specifically that she really hated that you remember? You know, she didn't like Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart, and I had to explain to her that she, they were good guys. But she didn't like. She, you know, she was old school. She yeah. was like, she was like, I don't like them because they have long hair. <laughs> 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 and then she hated like you know like uh, you know this was like uh, even before that you know anybody against Hogan. So it was like you know the Iron Sheik or whoever it was you know at that time. Or is she still around? No. Has she seen? Did she get to see you wrestle though? She's you know she had had a couple of strokes. So by the time. I, I like I, I did wrestle. She went to like one match or something, and she she just hated it. She didn't even. I don't even think she I, like. I feel like she couldn't even remember that she liked wrestling. Yeah, at that point, that sucks. Okay, yeah. fair enough. Yeah. So, but and she just couldn't get. She's like, she's like, oh my gosh, you're gonna get hurt. She just kept saying in Spanish, like, oh, why do you let them do that to you? It's like, oh, you're gonna get hurt. Why is your mother? Where's your mother? Why is she letting you do this? Like, it was more like dramatic, like that. That's great. That's yeah. great. Okay, so the, we talked about the Dallas event on July 6th. Like yeah. you said, Okada versus Tanahashi, Kotobushi versus Kenta, Osprey versus Lance Archer, Evil versus Bad Luck Fale, Sonata versus Zack Sabre Jr. But, uh, you know, that event has been known for a good little bit now. Mm-hmm. What did you think about AEW announcing All Out and NXT announcing uh, their UK takeover the same day as Royal Quest? What, did you think it was bad, helpful, not um, good? Um, I mean, Bummer? A- I mean... AEW, I don't think it, not really. Different times. Because different time yeah. zones, different countries, mm-hmm. you know, maybe not, you know, we're not really stepping on anybody's, you know, on any, on, on anybody's toes, totally. really. Uh, I thought the NXT one was a bit interesting because then you're right in the same country. or, you know, or Same like, backyard. Same, same backyard, I should say. And, um, you know, and I, I, I wonder, you know, I, who's to really say, you can also just speculate if it was intentional or not to possibly, you know, hurt our business you know mm-hmm. you never know i mean i mean everybody's it's business everybody's yeah it's business we're all competing for the same uh you know fans you know so uh why not i guess and you're all they're also trying to maybe prove a point like hey you know that we have this brand don't forget about this brand this is your brand you know in the uk by the uk you know that's the vibe i got from you know? it that this was like hey we are uk guys this mm-hmm. is something we're building for you right but also it didn't have to i feel like didn't have to be the same day like no. same time same been day. a week later yeah. too, so, i mean it was still what affected but you know you know i don't know whatever <laughs> i mean <laughs> do you it, think well, it is do you what think it is, that yeah. You know, because like we were saying, this this card does look fire. You know, like yeah. this does look like an awesome card. Do you feel like NXT UK being announced at that time has has energized some of the performers to kind of show why they feel like this is the show that they should be watching? The in fans a, be watching in NXT. Or no, 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 in New Japan. New Japan. Hmm. Or do you think they already I, kind of go into every match thinking that? I think they go. That's just the the staple of New Japan is just you go in no matter what as hard as you can. You know, and give the people what they they desired and what they paid for yeah mm-hmm. no I, I don't think that that changes it I mean that's that's kind of like the Japanese way of doing anything is like you just go 150% no matter what you know it's like you, you you know whatever you're doing whatever job it may be you have a lot of pride in what you do and you just do it always to the best of your ability you know whether you're cleaning something you know cleaning the floors or you're doing you know high quality professional wrestling yeah no absolutely and I think that you know I, I, I'm interested to see what people are talking about the most coming out of it because, like you said, Okada versus Tanahashi, 
is gonna, it's gonna be a banger. I mean, there's right. there's no way that's not gonna be a banger. And right. I, I'm also really looking forward to uh, Osprey versus Archer. Right. Only well, we don't even know what the London card is gonna be. Oh, right? what am I talking? So I'm talking yeah. the G1. Yeah, what am I talking G1. about? So I mean, we don't Stupid. even know what Royal Quest is gonna yeah. be. Yeah. And that's gonna be coming Stupid. off of the. I have heels. the wrong one written down. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no worries. It, uh, there's G one. There's fifty G one <laughs> matches here yeah. in front of me. Coming off the heels of the ending of the G one will be Royal that's Quest. Why. So like we'll, we'll see what comes out of that you know so what you know obviously there's going to be some people beating somebody you know and champions will be involved so hopefully that will reflect into the uh, the london card um i but okay well regardless i want to see will osprey's match on the show because man will osprey's been working at another level right now you mentioned shingo but so is osprey that that match between the two of them was bonkers like that was one of the best matches i've seen in a while it's one of the Best matches of maybe I've ever seen. I yeah, feel like you yeah. know, like like it could definitely be on on that kind of list. You know, um, dude, Will Osprey is not human. Maybe, <laughs> <laughs> maybe made from some kind of ancient alien god. <laughs> like their seed somewhere was sprinkled down and then <laughs> fell from Earth. Like I feel like I'm in an Ultimate Warrior promo right now. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but that's what you would do when you describe Will Osprey and his matches. No, he really is just a. Uh, you know, I, I, I think some people were looking for, like, uh, I don't know why, people, you know, we, we kind of tend to do this, like, culturally is, like, we, we, we tend to look for, like, when one person leaves and they have to fill another person's shoes. Yeah, totally. So, like, when Kenny left, uh, you know, then it was like, oh, it has, you know, Jay's going to be that person. Or that. It's like, there nobody can be anybody, you know? There, there's not going to be a next Kenny, because Kenny is Kenny, you know? Of course. But uh, it does keep room make room for more people to rise and you know we saw jay rise you know jay's done a great job but he's a different kind of character you know than uh like a kenny omega but then there's a person like will osprey who kind of fills some of that too you know but in his own way and i feel like you know kenny and jay are two people that have both taken the opportunity with that kind of person that person leaving to kind of make their own space, you know? Absolutely. And I think they've, they've risen to the occasion. And, and, you know, this is just the very tip of it. You know, we haven't seen it all. So I think uh, the next year or two is super important. Yeah, I feel the same way about Will Ospreay. I feel like, you know, when he had that match against Ricochet that everyone was talking about, mm-hmm. um, he was still scratching the surface. And, and, and just then he was getting the entire wrestling world talking about, and you know, years have passed now since right. then. And I feel like... They took a, both of them took a lot of the criticism that they got from you know some of the flippy anti flippy types or whatever and, and really tried to um, up their game become more more rounded as a whole and and, yeah. and you can see it I mean the 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 wrestler that Will Osprey is right now is so much more defined and 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 uh, captivating than than what we saw a few years ago mm-hmm. and, and that's why that match was so good I mean to yeah. be honest with you I might have liked that match more than and this. is gonna get shit on for this but yeah. i might have liked that match more than than okada versus kenny i mean like that That's match cool. was man it was just so good yeah. i just was like so invested while watching it mm-hmm. i mean yeah i i mean it's wrestling right i mean it's art right yep. so we can like this painting better than that painting and you know, this music video better than that music video i mean it's just and, and it's all about how you feel sometimes that that day what you're doing um i maybe i shouldn't do this but I, maybe i will uh might as well <laughs> Ryan's pushing me. No, I saw. I saw. Speaking of Seth Rollins, who I saw what he like said to, to Will or something. Yes, like something. he said we have a better version of you. Yeah, I, I I completely dispute that. And and nothing against Ricochet. He is my one of my very good friends. But uh, if you're gonna say something like that because you want to wave the, the the banner around, it's like 
well, are you sure about that? Because I'm, I'm pretty sure we have the better version of whatever you're talking about, you know. And I, I think that Osprey is, is just like you said from that match when him and Ricochet went, uh, you know, whatever a couple of years ago in the, in the Super Junior. They both have completely different uh, trajectories from that point, but I think Will has really grown so much more than any other wrestler I've seen in that short amount of time, and uh, I think that he's probably on the top five list at this moment. You know, I, I would agree. A shadow of the doubt. I, I would agree with you in that regard. So. I thought, I, you know, we were talking before about how you know everyone should have uh, you know uh, loyalty towards the company they're putting all this time towards. Um, but I agree with you that. A shot at one of the other wrestlers, especially someone who is putting in um, the type of match, the caliber of matches that, mm-hmm. that Will Ospreay is putting in, didn't really seem necessary. That seemed right. more like, well, that's not helping anything. Right. That he's playing the game. Yeah. Like, like he's, he, he's playing a little bit, you know? So, you know, hey, whatever, Seth. I mean, it's all business. <laughs> <laughs> um, and lastly, you know, uh, Super J-Cup. Super J-Cup's coming to... Yeah, tickets went on sale today. So, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. So which is cool. So make sure you guys go buy those if it's yeah. coming if it's coming to your town. It's gonna be in LA, right? LA, San Francisco, and what's the last place? Seattle. Seattle. That yep. was the other one. So yeah, Seattle, San Francisco, and then Long Beach. If we're back at the uh, the Walter, the Walter Pyramid. Pyramid, which is a beautiful building. Place is cool. It's I like a that great place. place to watch wrestling. It is a great place it's to watch a wrestling. Great place to watch wrestling. So um, yeah, if, if you're in the LA area, tickets are, are really affordable too. So you know, go go and check it out. It's gonna be. It's it's one of those things that like you're gonna say like what you just said like about Dallas is like you're gonna be kicking yourself that you didn't go and do it so it, you know definitely go and what's cool about the Walter Pyramid is every seat is good it really is so it doesn't matter if you I was like stand, seat or the expensive I, I was seat, standing like great. at the top even where I wasn't even in my seat and I yeah. could see everything see perfectly everything. yeah it's everything it's it's really one of those perfect buildings for professional wrestling I feel like so, yeah no I liked it a lot so yeah don't even go and spend a lot of money just go. Make sure you're there, I feel like, you know, and uh, you can spend it, money while you're there too, though, if you want. Yeah, no, for sure. But <laughs> helps rock you with that house and stuff. Chico El Luchador. Chico El Luchador. But, you know, it's going to be something special because it's the J Cup and it's the first time, you know, outside of Japan that it's being done. Which is pretty cool. Yeah, and it's going to have that, that caliber of like a Will Ospreay and those kind of, you know, folks that are hopefully will be a part of it. So it's like, yeah, like. Don't you don't want to miss it, and that's the finals is going to be there, so it's it's kind of cool, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm excited for that. Uh, and before I get out of here, before we get out of here, um, are you allowed to talk at all about this report that came out about Gato at all that that, that, that said he was leaving the company? I haven't heard anything. Haven't heard anything about it. Know. Yeah, I just it was it just it seemed like there would have been more, it would have been like a bigger deal if that was something that was happening. Yeah, I think just people make up stuff <laughs> to get. Clicks, I guess, or something. I don't, you know, I don't know. No, they, I mean, I they mean, do. I, right. I, I work in news. I'm not one of those people, but I mean, right. there are people who do that. I yeah. mean, it's, it's, I wouldn't say they, I and don't think there's one guy mi- sitting there right. going, like, hmm, no, what can I make no, up today no, no, no. to right, get some right. clicks? I think that someone feeds them, you know, info that might right. not be great and they go, like, hell yeah, running with that. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, and, and, you know, whatever they, wherever they got their info, they, they probably should. You know, check their sources. Yeah, that's basically a pretty key thing to do when you're working in news. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, make sure if you're in the LA area uh, and you're an aspiring pro wrestler in the beginning stages, you check out Rocky's seminars at the New Japan LA Dojo on July 9th. You can sign, you can find all the info on his Twitter page. I swear you won't find takes on there. You'll just go to njpw1972.com for that. There you go. And then uh, the Dallas event. Uh, kick off for G1 July 6th. Tickets are still available. Yep. Same website. Ticket, Ticketmaster. Ticketmaster for that. Okay, cool. And where can we find everything that you're doing besides that? 
I am. I mean, you can go to RockyRamerMerch.com. You can support there. You go to Pro Wrestling Tees, ChicoLuchador.com. And, you know, follow me on Twitter. I will blast your Twitter with all kinds of promotional stuff all the time. Lots so of positivity. If, yeah, if you're trying to get just some information, you know, I'm definitely uh, always helping to get the uh, the info out. So. All right, well, thank you oh, so much. We also, we also got uh, Australia this, oh, uh, yeah, look, this weekend. I told you there was a lot that yeah, I was. there's a lot going on internationally <laughs> for New Japan. But, uh, yeah, so we're in uh, Melbourne and Sydney. I don't know, you know, I'm sure you got followers there totally. too. So, um, so, yeah, come check us out, Melbourne and Sydney. On the 29th and the 30th, I believe. Uh, I'll pull it up right now. I saw I say. Uh, Twitter.com. I have so many I think dates. you're right. I, I have that's... so many dates going through my head. But yeah, if not, then just check out my Twitter or the New Japan Global. It's at NJPW Global and has all the information. Southern Showdown. Here we go. Yeah. Uh, Melbourne, June 29th, Sydney, June 30th. Yeah. And 29th is going to be Osprey versus Robbie Eagles, so that's going to be that's going to be dope. that's going to be sick. Every time they wrestle or touch each other, it's like amazing. So, and uh, yeah, and, and like I said, make sure you guys check out the G1. It's going to be dope this year. I'm I'm so dope. pumped for that. I'm going to be doing uh, English commentary most dope. likely, so awesome. that's going to be cool. So I'll, I'll I'll have the best seat in the house to enjoy. I mean, last year it was was crazy. It was such a great experience. That's got to be so cool to be front row for all that. Like you're like so even cool. better than front row. So, so cool. <laughs> especially it's for so that cool. caliber of matches yeah. and there's like weeks of it. And it's cool because like I just get to be like a fan for four weeks. Yeah. And I'm just like totally invested in everything and, and that's why like I get so amped and excited. Like you can tell when I'm like really excited about Definitely. something that's going on. I'm like oh <laughs> Kevin. I'm like Shaking and hitting Kevin, like, did you see that? And then he's like, he's like, okay, get off me, I gotta call the show. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's so, the best part about it, though, yeah. is that you know you've wrestled since 1997, and you haven't lost your passion for it. You're oh, very man, much still it. a fan. It's, it's awesome. It. Yeah, I love it. And uh, you know, like like I said, you know, I'm so amped about the New Japan product. I'm I'm amped about what everybody's doing really in wrestling, but like. Um, I'm really just amped about the product because I'm so like involved in it and 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 getting to be you know commentary and watching and and it's crazy and that's whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm thank, dead. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming here. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for having me. ProWrestlingSheet.com. Napa know how. Get all the quality parts you need at your locally owned Napa. Because right now, when you order from Napa online, you can pick up curbside at your local store in just 30 minutes. Or get your order delivered direct to your door with free one-day shipping and over 160,000 quality parts when you spend $35 or more. Quality parts delivered quickly and safely. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating stores, standard ground shipping and exclusions apply. When was the last time you thought about your batteries? I mean, that's what they do, right? Stay unnoticed, unseen, shoved in a battery compartment, and click, your stuff works. But you're going to be thinking about this one. Duracell Optimum, the battery that can make your devices work even better than Copper Top. Toothbrushes, faster. Screwdrivers, faster. RC cars, yeah, an upgrade without upgrading. So just this one time, do you and your devices a favor and upgrade to the power of Duracell Optimum. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.